Welcome to Mom 2.0. I'm Vicky. Over the past three years, I've gone from having so little energy I needed three reasons to go upstairs to waking up full of energy and genuinely enjoying time spent with my kids. In this podcast, I share everything that I've learned that has helped me so that it can help you too. I cover a wide range of topics, everything from stress to nutrition, and my hope is that this podcast will take you from tired to inspired so you have the energy you need to enjoy life the way you deserve to. Welcome back to another episode of Mom 2.0. As of next week, I am running the pilot version of my course on hormone balancing. All the spots are already filled, and for the next month or so, I'm going to be taking a group of moms through this program. I'm really excited about it because it's a new direction for me and my coaching. It made such a significant difference in my life. And so I can't wait to share it with all of you after the pilot program is complete. So with that in mind, today what I want to do is I want to dive into what hormone balance really means and the different ways that this is achieved. I find hormones to be fascinating. And the more I learn, the more I see how they control just about everything in our bodies. I don't know about all of you, but I don't remember any of this being taught at school. And I think that it should be front and center for all teenage girls going through puberty. Understanding how our bodies work and what we're going through and then how to properly manage that. When I was in high school, I suffered from extreme period pains and PMS. and even going to the school clinic, nothing was ever explained or talked about. You were just sent to a bed with some painkillers. And it wasn't until my 30s that I started learning about hormones and how they impact everything I do, from my eating habits to the way I interact with my family and friends. I've also learned how much control we have and actually how freeing it is to understand your cycle and how your diet and lifestyle impacts your hormones. It's especially important as women to understand hormones because of how much they fluctuate over about a 28-day period. And with the different stages of life, you've got puberty, pregnancy, postpartum, perimenopause, and menopause that are all going to send our hormones on wild rides. So while I'm going to be explaining what hormone balance is, and how you can effectively balance your hormones, please remember that the approach will be slightly different depending on your stage of life, your environment, and your own body. While there are going to be principles that are universal, you would use them in slightly different ways depending on these factors and more. So what are hormones? Hormones are like little messengers in our bodies, and they tell different parts of your body what to do and when to do it. So when we talk about hormone balance, what it means is to make sure that all of these messengers are working effectively and efficiently. 
Our bodies need hormones to be at the right levels so that everything works smoothly. When your hormones are at the right levels and communicating effectively, you're going to experience things like stable energy, good mood, great sleep, and proper digestion. These are things that all of us want, right? And then there's things like stress, poor diet, lack of sleep, and environmental toxins. Think skin and hair products, cleaning products, mold, pesticides, etc. These can all disrupt the balance. When your hormones are out of balance, it can lead to a very wide range of issues. Things like fatigue, mood swings, weight gain, irregular periods. And then over time, if you don't take care of them, more serious health conditions can occur. There are some more extreme cases where women will need to consider bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. But for most people, making dietary and lifestyle changes is going to get things back in balance. Basically, having your hormones in balance is all about feeling good physically, emotionally, and mentally. It's about understanding that we are not the same day to day or even month to month. And then learning how to listen to our bodies and tailor our lifestyles to support each phase. Probably the most powerful tool in hormone balancing is nutrition. Hormones themselves are made from either protein or dietary fats. And with this in mind, you want to make sure that you're eating enough of both of these nutrients. And what is enough? Well, that's going to depend on you. But a good rule of thumb for protein is to eat 0.75 to 1 gram of protein per pound of desired body weight. For fat, you don't need as much, but you should make sure that you include things like avocado, olives and olive oil, wild-caught salmon, and seeds and nuts into your diet. I don't really want to give amounts here because there are too many factors involved when deciding that, and so it would be irresponsible of me, but I will say that you shouldn't be afraid of fat. And you should always be choosing full-fat versions of things like dairy. Now, when it comes to carbohydrates, prioritize things like whole fruits and vegetables first. Many people are afraid of carbs, thinking that they're going to make them fat. But it's not the carbs. It's the quantity and the form that we're eating that cause weight gain. There are carbohydrates in vegetables. And then there are carbohydrates in Snickers bars. And they're not going to have the same effect on your body. So stop treating all carbs the same. And instead, switch your focus to nutrient-dense foods, not high or low-carb foods. Another thing to remember with carbs is that this is where you're going to get your fiber from. And fiber, we know, is very important for gut and digestive health. So Again, please don't be scared of carbohydrates. Just choose wisely. A game-changing strategy for me in hormone balancing has been cycle syncing. This basically means you're adapting your diet, exercise, and lifestyle to each phase of your menstrual cycle. During your cycle, estrogen and progesterone fluctuate a lot. And so when you shift things to accommodate that, you start working with your body instead of fighting it 
to do what you think it should be doing. You stop worrying about having the same workout routine and being consistent with it every single week. Instead, you exercise according to your hormone levels. You stop worrying about being consistent each and every day with the same diet and using willpower to try and stop yourself from giving in to your cravings. Instead, you eat based on the phase you're in and very soon you find that you need different foods and different amounts during different phases and that's okay. You learn that cravings actually have a purpose and they aren't just there to sabotage your good intentions. The last strategy that I want to focus on when it comes to hormone balancing is stress management. And the reason why this is so important when it comes to hormones is because if you're constantly in a state of stress, even low-grade stress, then your cortisol levels are disrupted, which disrupts other hormones as well. You can't have hormone balance throughout your body when one hormone is misfiring. Long-term, low-grade stress ends up causing something known as adrenal fatigue, and that's when your adrenal glands get overworked and they stop producing the correct quantities of cortisol. Sleep falls into the stress management category as it's one of the most powerful stress management tools, if used correctly. On the flip side, though, if not used correctly, it can end up putting more stress on your body. So there you have it. That's what hormone balancing is all about and how you can get started. Like I said in the beginning, there is no one-size-fits-all approach and you should be careful with approaches that are very restricting. What works for someone in their 30s won't necessarily work for someone in their 60s. But you can never go wrong by cleaning up your diet, getting higher quality sleep and adding some walking to your day. As with everything, it's not about perfection, but rather progress. And remember that progress won't always be linear, and you'll need to adjust as you go. But as long as you are moving in a forward direction, you'll be better off next month than you are today. Small changes can lead to significant changes in how you feel, both physically and emotionally. Okay, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me and for sharing your time with me. Remember that any change you make today is going to impact how you feel tomorrow. And no change is too small. Until next time, take care everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you haven't done so already, hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I'll be back next week with more. Until then, take care and have fun.